0: I am super excited about today's topic. You know, I have wrestled about doing this episode for months, and it's time to just rip off the Band-Aid. I don't know why I was so nervous about it. It's something that I'm really passionate about, but there's this stigma around it, and trust me, I don't give a fuck, but, you know, what anyone thinks of me but I want to do it justice. And so that, I think, was the reason why I was holding back. Because I wanted to make it... You know, I wanted to to undo all the stigma, remove all the stigma, and, and to create awareness all in one episode. But I have something really special planned. And I'll share that with you guys at the end. So today, what I'm going to do for this episode is I'm gonna tell you about my journey with cannabis. And it starts with the way we talk about it, the terminology. And so I wanna take just a minute and talk to you about that because when we call it weed or pot or smoking pot or getting high or stoned, being stoned or stoners or, you know, I'm high, all of these terms, they're negative. And it's not giving an accurate description of what this plant really can do for people. So how can you talk about this in a way that can help create awareness and help remove the stigma? And if you are someone who medicates, whether you have a card, you are in a legal state, or you self-medicate privately, even the way you talk about it and you act regarding it matters. That can do a lot of good. And even if you're just having conversations, if you're not being open about your use, you know, call it cannabis, call it medicating, call it medicine, just as you would something else that you see that way. Don't think of it as an illegal drug. And I get asked this question a decent amount, and I get a lot more looks when I give the answer, but I don't hide my meds from my girls. Now, don't get me wrong. They are kept up away from Cora because she's Cora. She's two. Um, And they're kept in a little box that I have, but I don't hide the fact that I use them. It's my medicine. It helps me. It makes me better. And... I'm okay with that. I don't want my girls to think that I'm doing something bad or illegal or something that I shouldn't be doing because I don't see it that way. I will straight up tell them if I'm doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing or if I've done things in the past that I wasn't supposed to be doing. I'm all about that honesty. But I also don't want my kids to think that I'm doing something bad that makes me better because I really believe that. And my loved ones will agree. My my husband does not consume cannabis, but he is an avid supporter. He is definitely an advocate. So I love that. I love that he is a big supporter, but he's seen what it's done for me. And I'm so glad that I have this crazy story to share. And the fact that I was even sharing my journey publicly for years and then when I got a card, I immediately shared that because this is just one more tool that I have in my toolbox and it always bothered me that it was one that I couldn't share publicly. I would share privately if somebody was struggling with the same things. I would absolutely ask them if they had access to that or to CBD or if they've ever tried it. I wouldn't recommend people just go on the street and start you know, whatevs, but it is definitely one of the tools in my toolbox, and if they have something that qualifies them to get a card or they have access to it legally, it's one of my first suggestions, even if you low dose with a CBD. So one of the first things that I did with my journey is at my car accident, And for those of you following me, you know it's been four years now. That's so crazy. But December 15th, 2015, my family and I were in the accident, broke my neck. If you've listened to all the episodes, you know this. And I actually tested positive for marijuana or cannabis when I was in the hospital. And they came and talked to me about it. And they said, you tested positive for this. And I said, obviously, I know. <laughs> like, it, they're my records. That was the same thing my mom said to me when I showed it to her. I said, yeah, I know, Mom. They're, they're my records. I, I gave them to you. <laughs> um, but anyways. So they came in to talk to me. And they asked, you know, why? And I said, I, I use it. To help with my anxiety and my depression because I did at the time I was already self-medicating before I had chronic pain I'm not sure if a lot of people are even aware of that because I wasn't able to openly share my journey and my experience with it before I had my card because it wasn't legal and I'm a mom. And there, there are fears and stigmas and judgments based on that, and I'm really happy with the way that it all turned out and the way that I'm able to share now, and we'll get to that, but I did want to take you guys back because it, I was doing it before I even needed it for the pain, which is the reason that I ended up getting the card anyways, um... So they, of course, suggested antidepressants or anxiety meds. And I told them, trust me, I've tried a lot of them. And they all took a piece from me. They all took something from my life. And they just couldn't get beyond the fact that it was illegal. Because I don't even think in 2015 that it was a medical thing in Pennsylvania yet. So there was not even anyone medically allowed to use it. And they just, I mean, the stigma around it is fierce. When I quit drinking in 2015, this was one of the reasons that I didn't go to AA. And nothing against it, but I know that their total abstinence and... The two are separate for me, and and we will talk about that, but I knew that one was destroying my life, and one was actually helping it, and I didn't want anyone else telling me or putting their values and beliefs and views on me, so that's... That's just another reason. Honestly, one of the reasons why I love my job is because I knew, you know, when I quit my job, I went back to work after I had my daughter. It was awful. The worst experience ever. I, ooh, that's a whole other episode. Um, but I don't really care anymore because I'm over it. It turned out like amazing for me. <laughs> Thank you to that woman who made my life hell. But I quit my job and then I realized at some point I was going to have to get another one. And I wanted to be able to stay home with Elsie. So I was looking at like nanny jobs and things like that. But then I even thought, and this is where some people were like, oh, so you are addicted. But I didn't want to go for a month or two months while I was applying for jobs and having to drug test without something that was helping me. Just like someone wouldn't want to go off of their antidepressant meds for six weeks or their anti-seizure meds for six weeks like that's it's i look at it as a medicine not an escape from my life and that's important to know there are still people that use it recreationally out there and there probably always will be and that's and that's fine whatever honestly i think it's a way safer choice than alcohol because um I'm an alcoholic. Alcohol is literally poison for me. And I've seen people get messed up from both. And I've seen people that got really messed up from cannabis be totally fine an hour later. So, and I those same drunk people definitely not fine an hour later. But anyways, I digress. So, Of course, they came in, they talked to me, they suggested what they're supposed to suggest, and I kept going about medicating, but now I realized that it also helped with my pain that I was also now experiencing. So I would get my meds from a friend of the friend, From a friend of the, of a, oh my goodness, words are hard. From a friend of a friend. And while it worked, when it became a medical thing in my state, I was all about that. But I was already seeing a doctor, a pain specialist, and I was getting injections in my back. Every four to six weeks, I was on heavy narcotics for the first only month, and then I switched to tramadol, which I took for three and a half years. And as a recovered alcoholic, I didn't like that. I actually talk about that in my sobriety episode, so I'm not going to get into it, but I was doing all of the things. I did PT. I got injections. I did acupuncture, chiropractor, massage therapy. And with my doctor, we had tried a couple different pills other than just tramadol. We tried some nerve blockers. We tried some muscle relaxants. We tried variation of things. And he was always aware of my recovery and on board. And I loved that. So I'm going to share how this went down for me because I was really disappointed at the time, but I'm kind of glad that it went down this way so that I have the story to share. But my doctor, who I loved and actually haven't even been to see in a year, which is so crazy because I literally used to see him every month for three and a half years. Um, before he, wait, no, three, and uh, three years. Jeez, math is hard. Words are hard. Life is hard, guys. Okay, so moving on. I asked him about it, and I was terrified to tell him that I was already self-medicating. I said just one day, I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I went to my appointment, and I said, listen, I self-medicate with cannabis. And lucky for me, I had found a really amazing group on Facebook called Mother's Mary. And I joined that group before I had my card, and they they helped me even with the lingo and the language and, you know, the way you talk about it and the education. And it was just amazing to be in this group of women who were empowering each other for for doing something that made them better. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And just seeing that, I was like, I knew this is also something that I needed to be sharing. So I told him, I self-medicate with cannabis and it helps my back. I would really like to pursue a medical card. Like, is that something that you think we could do? And he was like, yeah. Like, let's give it a shot. Like, sure. Do you, do you have somebody in mind? And I said, I do. My husband looked online. And I will drop it in the show notes. You go to PA's website where you register and it's like pa.gov slash a million different things. I will leave the comment <laughs> in and uh, down below in the show notes uh, because it's Mark just, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say all that. Uh, so, anyways, when you go on to register, you can also look for the list of qualifying physicians in your state. If it is totally legal, recreational in your state, you don't have this issue. But I would definitely meet with a pharmacist when you go to a dispensary to, if, if you're new to cannabis. And we'll get to that too. But anywho, so if you're medical, you would go to your state's website and register there. Then you find a referring physician that is... Certified via their list and you schedule an appointment. So my husband was looking through and he picked a pain specialist because pain is what qualified me and pain is the biggest thing that I medicate for, right? So I go and I'm so nervous because I don't, like at this time, I know it helped me, but there's just still so much Fear of judgment and, well, that's the biggest. Um, But then I sat in that waiting room and I had to fill out this questionnaire that was like 15 fucking pages. And for anyone who deals with chronic pain on the daily, you do everything in your power to not think about how bad it is. You do everything to forget the amount of pain that you are in on a daily basis, how bad it gets on a regular basis, how many things you've tried, how many hours of the day you're in pain, how many things you can't do. Like All of that is pushed far back in the back of your mind. And so I had to sit there for 15 pages and get really honest about how much I was suffering and how poor of a quality of life I had around this pain and that was really tough and I'm like shaking I've got the butterfly feeling in my stomach and I give them my paper they put me in a smaller room and then they ask it like there's an issue with my medical records or Oh, they asked for the list of medications that I've tried, all the different pills that we've tried. And I listed them and they needed a more updated list. It was all about the pills with these people, all about the pills. And so I had to like call CVS to try to get my meds and that is such a nightmare. If you I was crying in this office. Like I cried several times at this appointment in the small like exam room, right? And so I finally get my meds. They get the list of meds and they come in and after all this after 3 years of doing everything that anyone told me to do three years of going above and beyond of doing the hard work, even when it hurt of doing the things, the treatments, even when they hurt after three years of a recovered alcoholic trying everything, including taking pills. They came in and told me that I didn't qualify because I hadn't tried enough. Because in their eyes, the injections and the acupuncture and the PT and the massages and the chiropractor and the cupping was not drugs. I said, What do you mean I haven't tried enough? And the tears just started flowing again because, one, they tell me I'm not qualified, so now I can't get a card. And then they tell me that I haven't tried enough? Excuse me. Like, I would love to go back into that office and tell that doctor what I think of him. But I'm not going to because I'm just going to share the love instead. So, they wanted me to try more pills before cannabis. He had his own agenda. And it wasn't based on my recovery or my efforts or my desire to keep things natural and use something that was already working for me. And so I want to tell you that you may run into a doctor that has his own agenda, and I need that to not be the end of the line for you. So just in case, there you go, you have that. So I went back to my doctor at the next visit and I told him, that he denied me he said i didn't qualify and that they wanted me to try more pills and his first the first thing he said to me which is one of the reasons why i love him dr todd franco in pittsburgh by the way fucking love him amazing i have no problem shouting his name out so franco says to me even with your sobriety and i said he didn't give a fuck about my sobriety because he let me be myself too. Didn't care if I swore in there, right? We kept it real. This guy was stabbing me in the back every four to six weeks. Trust me, he heard some swear words. And I said, yeah. And I felt lost. And I asked him if he thought I should try somebody else, if he thought I should try again, because my chiropractor gave me the name number and a card of a doctor, a friend he knew. And he said, this guy just wants to help. He's not here to judge. He just wants to help people who want the help. And that's my kind of guy. So Franco was like, absolutely call him. Like, yes, let's, let's keep pursuing this. I think, you know, if you're, you telling me, and at this point I will tell you guys too, at this point I had just gotten my first Vape cartridge off the street. And that vape cartridge was a game changer for me because I could have cannabis anytime during the day. I didn't have to like sneak away with the smell or anything like that. I do not recommend any kind of vape cartridge on the street. Let me say that again. Do not buy black market vape cartridges. Get yourself a license. Go visit a legal state. Whatever. Just do not. All right. There is too much bad shit out there regarding that. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Anyways, I'm not a doctor, any of this, but this is just me keeping it real. So I called Dr. Adam Rothschild. And I will drop his info below. If you're local to Pittsburgh, I have sent dozens to people to him. I have even sent parents for their children because you can get a cannabis card. You can get a medical marijuana card for kids. They have tinctures and they have pills. And you can put a drop or two of the tincture in a chocolate milk and they have lotions, and they have things like kids are not smoking joints. So let me just say that, okay? That's not a thing that is happening, but there is still a ton of judgment and stigma about giving cannabis to kids. So I share that because I've talked to several moms that even have teenagers, and they're like, my, you know, the ADHD and the ADD and Autism, and there's so many things that it can benefit. So he's great with that, too. In fact, when I went my first time, when I, I went to meet him to get approved... He could already access all my medical records, so I didn't even have to do anything. When I showed up at this meeting, I was already approved and I didn't know it. He was just telling me like, all right, here's what you do now. You know, so here I am super nervous sitting on this yellow couch in a hallway and out comes a mom and I can hear them inside because it's just one room. He just has a one room office and I can hear them inside a little. And I have tears streaming down my face because I'm sitting outside this room and I know that He changed that kid's life. He changed his mom's life. And I just, right? Like, I just, I can't. And this beautiful little boy walked out with a helmet on. And he was just as calm as can be walking down the hall. And the smile on his mom's face was everything. Like, It's a really, really cool thing, guys. Like, really, really cool what it can do. So, I go in and I tell him what happened. And he's like, well, you absolutely do qualify and you are qualified. And, you know, you just got to go online and do this and you'll have your card. And I was like, I hugged him when I left. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you just changed my life. And... So I went back in November for my year review, and again, I just couldn't wait to tell him all of the things. And so now I'm going to tell you guys all of the things, because I really want to talk to you about the difference between before I had my card and after, because it. All changed once I had my medical card, and I wanted the medical card for so many reasons. One, I wanted to have different access to the THC, I also wanted to be able to get THC and CBD combined. I wanted the pills, I wanted the lotions. Like, I wanted all of the things, and I got them. So, the process is this you go online, you register. You find a physician, make an appointment with that physician, they can access your medical records if they can, so you can bring your medical records in. In the state of Pennsylvania, anxiety is now a qualifying condition. If you have access to your portal, to your medical records, and you have a medical record with the diagnosis of anxiety, that is all you need for approval. With a doctor, which is awesome, by the way. So you meet with the physician; it's two hundred dollars to the physician in Pennsylvania for your license. Then you go home, you register online with the you pay fifty dollars online with the state, same website where you registered, and then you get your card. Five days later, I went the Sunday before Thanksgiving and. It came that Friday after Thanksgiving, like with a holiday. I don't know, actually. We came home that Sunday, and it was there waiting for me. So it came within a week, on a holiday week, so they come super fast. However, because I'm on this, I'm just going to throw this disclaimer out there. Your card expires every year. They tell you to start the process of renewal three weeks ahead of time. Well, my cheap ass is like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to pay $125 until I absolutely have to. So I'm going to go to the store and stock up before my card expires, and then I'll switch over. And even if there's a lapse, it's okay, right? No. They tell you to start three weeks ahead of time because... Your card will actually expire when you went online and first registered to make that appointment with the physician before you got approved, and pay, or it's when you paid that $50. I don't know, but it's before the date on my card. So I went to the dispensary a few days before my card expired, and they told me that my card had already been shut off. So I went for a few weeks. Without uh, my card and it was super frustrating. So I say that now, start the process three weeks before your card expires so that you don't have a lapse. All right, so let's talk about legal medical cannabis. When I first went to the dispensary, the first time you go to the dispensary, you have an appointment with a pharmacist. This pharmacist is someone who is specialized in all of the methods of cannabis, the different strains, what you're medicating for, what your best route would be, all of these things. So I had an appointment, I go in, and he asks firsthand are you already experienced with cannabis or is this new to you? Because that matters on your tolerance level, on what you know about it maybe, and things like that. So I told him that I had been self-medicating for years and at that time I was just using dry leaf and I had gotten my first cartridge. So I got set up with Some dry leaf, because let me tell you, the difference in the street and the store does not compare. I never had Keef before to make all of the cool things that I do now, if you follow me. But also the quality, and I don't know about you guys, but I didn't ask questions. So when I got my meds from the street... I didn't know what strain it was. I didn't know where it came from. I it came in a baggie rolled up and I did not ask questions because the more questions you ask, I'm assuming the less drugs they give you. So, that was not an option for this girl. <laughs> I'm legal now, but hey, let's keep it real, right? Like So now I know what terpenes are in there, what strain it is, if it's sativa, an indica, or a hybrid, because based off what you're medicating for and what time of day it is, and if you have goals, which keep listening till the end, I have a huge surprise on that one, it matters what kind of meds you get on the different properties in the cannabis Sativa, Indica, the different terpenes, the THCV versus B and the Delta 8, and oof, right? Like there's there's a decent amount to know, and there's a lot to learn. So I encourage you to educate yourself a little if it's something that you're curious about. Again, stay to the end and I will I will share more on that there. So obviously I wanted access to I I did get a cartridge, and I didn't end up even using the one from the street ever again. When I got the cartridge from the dispensary, the difference was night and day in the quality, and I was like, "Well, why fuck with the street, right?" Like, mm, toss that shit. So. I did, I got a cartridge and then I also got a tincture. And so at my pharmacy they have a tincture spray and you spray it under your tongue and each spray is two and a half milligrams. So it's nice because you can see, okay Monday you try once one squirt under your tongue. Tuesday you try two. Wednesday you try three. You, you can find your dosage on that. And so I was around four squirts, which is 10, 10 milligrams of THC. So then I went and I bought that dosage in pill form because the pills last longer than the tinctures. But again, it's just on how you get started. There are all kinds of different methods. But for me, the tinctures and the pills, there is no euphoria, which is what we call the high effect, the bot, the mind euphoria. Um, for me, I don't get that with the pills. I feel like they honestly and truly just replace what an antidepressant or anti-anxiety med would be for me. They are 100% mood. Um, they might help a little with my pain, but honestly, it's all about the mood for me. Mark would be able to tell really quickly around like 9 a.m. if I hadn't taken a pill that day because I'm just, I'm more irritable. I don't have as much, you know, patience. Like my anxiety gets the best of me uh, or my mornings are slow moving. I'm a little bit more depressed, things like that. So I feel like the pills and the tinctures are really great for my mood. And you can even get tinctures that are part CBD, part THC, so they lessen that or they lower that euphoria level if that's something that is a concern to you. Also, at the dispensaries, they even have tinctures that are like 10 to 1. So 10 to 1 CBD to THC. So there's barely any THC in there, just enough to activate the All of the properties in the CBD because they're very powerful when they're together Um, they bring out properties in each other that help give you extra benefits one of the things that I have from my dispensary that I absolutely love and has changed my life is my lotion my pain is you know I have general neck and shoulder pain, and I'm going to, and it's just going to keep progressing as I get older from the trauma. I already have early onset arthritis. So I've got that going for me, but I also have a hot spot in my back. It's one area that no matter what, my muscles, they're just like ropes, and that's where I would get my injections, and what my doctor would do is he, it wouldn't be what he was injecting. Dr. Franco, he would inject lidocaine and then he would literally just stab the shit out of my muscle with like, the needle to break up the muscle spasticity. So it was incredibly sore and then every six weeks I had to do that. So it took about a week for the soreness to go away. It took about a week for the injections to kick in and then they usually kind of wore off about a week before. So I would do this for like a month of Ish relief. Uh, and we didn't see any stop in sight. We didn't see any end in sight to this. And I hated the fact that one simple decision, one small decision that was my own to take off my seatbelt to get something for my daughter in the back was now going to leave me with pain. Like crazy pain, not only on the regular, but every four to six weeks. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to do this. So the lotion, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing, right? They even have patches. So I tried a couple different ones. They have combinations of CBD and THC. The one that I love is THC and it has some essential oils in it. And oh my gosh, it's also the cheapest, which I love. But it's within five minutes, I feel relief, like almost instant relief and complete relief. My back could be like a nine or 10 burning so bad. I put the lotion on and I lay flat on my back and five minutes later, I'm able to like get up and move and do things. And like, that's that's amazing. And uh, With the lotion, there is no euphoria. You can't even tell you're using a THC product, but If you were using it on the regular, you would test positive because it seeps into your pores and all that jazz. But so the lotion, I also love the lotion for my cramps. It's amazing. And when I travel, travel is really hard on my back for pain and it's really hard for my anxiety. The only anxiety attacks I've ever had were when I was traveling before my card. And so I have gotten a lot of questions about that and I'm happy to answer them privately or in my community but having my card has made it a game changer for travel with the lotions and the patches and the pills. So I will say it's been life-changing. I was able to stop myself mid-anxiety attack last summer. Like, it was starting. I could feel it, the tears were welling up. I was losing control and i was just puffing on that pod i have a little pod it's a vaporizer i was puffing on that pod like my life depended on it and then 5 minutes later i was calm i was able to recollect myself and just go on about my life i didn't have to spend 2 hours recuperating i didn't i wasn't able to calm myself but still like totally on edge i was 100% Better, albeit maybe even in a little bit better mood because I might have over-medicated a tad. But again, that, the, the side effect of a little too much meds is happiness, is the giggles. Like, <laughs> these are the kind of side effects that I can get on board with. It's, <laughs> oh man. Another side effect is actually one of the things that all other pills took away from me. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there that it can help with your sex drive. Whereas for me, all the other antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, all of the things that I tried, they took that away from me. Among other things, that wasn't the only thing. But it's a thing and it matters because I'm sorry, but as a mom of two, it is hard enough to feel the things anyways. I don't need something else taking away what little energy I have for that, right? So there you go. That should be a testimonial for for all of the cannabis things anyways. But, (laughs) oh, I'm so inappropriate. Let's just keep moving. I got my last round of injections the week before I got my medical card. And I'm going on a year and a half. So... To say that it's changed the quality of my life would be an understatement. Having access to my meds in different forms is just awesome because I I love it in the way that I loved my essential oils because I do have a tolerance. I do think that my body metabolizes the THC faster and... If you are a heavy, you know, a chronic medicator, a chronic THC user, it's recommended that you take a tolerance break for 48 hours once a month. If you can do 28 hours every seven days, that's awesome. You can use CBD as a method to medicate when you're taking a tolerance break. So, for instance, No judgment here, people. But I medicated when I was pregnant with Cora. Like, you bet your ass I did. I had pain like a motherfucker. And my anxiety and my depression, they were all still there. But now my body was also growing a baby. And then I developed SPD, (synthesis pubis dysfunction. And it is the worst. Like, I was so relieved to have Cora so I could just go back to my regular back pain. It was that bad. But I medicated throughout my pregnancy. I cut back, but I used it if I really needed it. And I was having a C-section. I knew I was having a C-section, and I was a little scared about testing positive. So two weeks before I had Cora, I stopped using all THC. And I switched to a CBD vape that I got from my chiropractor. He also had a tincture that I got. So for the last two weeks of my pregnancy, when I had a lot of pain and I really wasn't sleeping and it was in the middle of winter because I had her three days after the anniversary of my accident, I was still doing all these things. I was getting injections every four weeks with Cora because the extra weight, especially where it was, was causing extra pain on my back, like a lot of it. I was also taking Tramadol, which was approved by my doctors because they didn't want to give me anything stronger, but I took Tramadol my whole pregnancy And I medicated with cannabis for my whole pregnancy up until 37 weeks when I switched to CBD. And I say this because I was able to get through the last two weeks of my pregnancy with just CBD, with my anxiety and my depression. You guys know I have SAD, so I have the winter blues as well. And I was able to get through that. Now, one, it was because I knew I was like almost done and I would get a baby and that's like the best reward ever, but it worked well enough. Um, I do prefer to have the THC as well as it is extra beneficial for my back and my pain and my mood as well, but CBD can absolutely do the job. Here's what I'm going to say about CBD, guys. It's legal in the United States, and so you can get it anywhere. That's not a good thing, right? This is, this is your warning that I need you to make sure that it is a good quality product. Anyone can slap some oil in a bottle and claim that it's good quality CBD oil. Do you see what I'm saying? The brand that I used... With my chiropractor, who is in Regent Square Wellness Pittsburgh, I love him. He, I've been seeing him since since I was trying to get pregnant with Elsie, and I went and I got one adjustment, and the next month we were pregnant. Disclaimer: results may vary, but for me, it did the trick. Um, because your body should be aligned in all things, guys. Like I am an Advent believer of the chiropractor. I have minimalized. All of my treatments for my back. The only thing that I maintained, that I have maintained, is I see my chiropractor and my massage therapist on the regular. I bought a hot tub, it's in my backyard, so I use that. Thank you very much. Coaching would not have been able to do that otherwise. And on that, I also know that not everyone can be open about their cannabis use. So I don't take my position lightly. I've been building my own business for five years. I've been building my own brand for five years. And this is a big part of it now. And it has been ever since I got that card and was able to share openly. So this episode has been a long time coming, like a long time coming even before I started the podcast And I'm so excited to just get it out there. I know it's going to create a ton of questions. I know that you guys are going to want to know more. So Mark and I are actually going to do a live Q&A in my community. So if you're not in the community already and you would like to be, you can just find us on Facebook. I will drop the link to join the community in the show notes below. But it's, hashtag hot mess success, all one word, community. I would also love to see you guys share this episode on your social media to a friend. Talk about it. Even if you don't use it, you don't know whose life this could change. And maybe they need to see it. And maybe they have all negativity around it and they don't have anyone in their life that is supporting them or offering this. And You never know what that could do, so I encourage you to share this, to leave me a review, to tell me what you thought, to get in the community, to ask us questions on our live. And then I also have another surprise for you guys this episode was just to kind of share my story, my journey with cannabis, and maybe. Create a little awareness or curiosity or to just help remove the stigma a little bit. But I don't want to just stop there. So yes, Mark and I will be doing a live Q&A in my community next week while we're down in North Carolina visiting my sister, meeting my new niece, Charlie Rose. And then the following week... March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, I am running a three-day free group where we are going to talk about managing your munchies. I am obviously a health and fitness coach, so I medicate, but I still have goals. And I know there are a ton of people who follow me who medicate, but still have goals, So we're going to talk about not only nutrition, because that is a big part. Let's talk about some recipes that you can make on hand. If it's a high pain day, you want to have these on hand because the pain meds, for me at least, depending they tend to increase the munchies. And we're going to talk about the different terpenes that aid in weight loss or that will leave you in the pantry. And so there is a way that you can medicate and still lose weight and still not be stuck in the cabinet or stuck in the couch and either of those things because I will tell you guys I medicate every day throughout the day and I raise amazing tiny humans and I am an I am an attentive and present wife, mother, friend and I run a successful business. So it's possible and I'm just going to end with this, that I love that the cannabis community is mainly run and driven by women. And in Pittsburgh, where local to me, my favorite dispensary is Matri Medical. It is run. It is the only female-owned, based, and operated dispensary, PA, And they are approved for phase two, which means that they are growing their own cannabis right here to start distributing in their store. And that's awesome. I'm super excited. So I am hoping one day, maybe soon, to even interview someone in the cannabis community. If you would like that to be you, let me know. If you want to join me for the free group, learn a little bit more or just... You already medicate, but maybe you could use a little bit more education in how to gear that towards staying in line with your goals. Whatever the reason, I would love to have you. It is free, open to all. I'm gonna drop the application, and again, it is free. I just, I wanna know a little about you before we start this group. So it's mainly gonna be your history with cannabis, what you're looking to gain from the group, and if there's anything particular that you would like to know or are struggling with. So simple questions, but fill out the form below and I'll be in touch about the group. It starts March 2nd, and it will just be a free group run on Facebook. And then... Yeah, I'm just I'm super excited about it. This is gonna be my first cannabis-based group, and I didn't do a whole lot of education in this podcast because that's what I'm saving it for. I want to start educating women. And if men want to join too, that's cool. We don't discriminate, but it's mainly women um, that follow me and want to join my groups. But I want to help educate women and empower them and help remove the judgment and the stigma around medicating with cannabis because I know so many people feel it. I know so many people are scared of it. And to let you guys know, it is a completely private group. What happens in this group stays in this group. I know that I am able to be open about my cannabis consumption, but even if you're in a legal state. It's not federally legal. So if you're working for a company, you could run the risk of termination if you're public about your cannabis use, and I hate that. So I'm I'm able to be open about it, so I use that to my advantage. I take full advantage of that. Making podcasts like this, running groups like that, But i don't expect anyone else to be if they if they can't or don't want to be so it will be completely private closed group and again everyone who joins needs to fill out a form beforehand so i'm super excited i cannot wait to do this with you guys make sure you fill out the form below make sure you leave me a review send me a message share this on instagram tell me in the community Feel free to share any questions in there you have as well. And we will try to answer those on the live Q&A that we do next week. And that is the week of February 24th. We will be in North Carolina with four kids. And so I will update you guys on the date and time in the community. So make sure you get your butt in there if you want to join us. That's it. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope that this was helpful or eye-opening or just a positive reinforcement that it's okay to do something that helps you even if other people don't agree with it. So I'm always here to support you guys. I'm just really grateful for this voice and this journey that I'm on and to be able to share it with you guys. It means so much. Have a great day. We'll talk soon.